fall asleep. How y'all doing? I'm Paul Ryan, your host of the Across the Cowboys podcast. If you're new to the show, thank you for joining us. And to our regular listeners, welcome back. With me, as always, is my co-host, the greatest co-host in the world, Mike the Pig Crumb. Mike, how are you? The sleepiest co-host in the world. <laughs> Brendan, don't, don't, don't test it. Don't like say, oh, it's an hour early. You're definitely not falling asleep. You can't do that with me. I even slept yeah, six yeah, yeah. hours. It's like a miracle for me. Six hours is like twice what I normally sleep. And it's still very possible that after this last five days of work, I'm just. Well, Mike, we'll do our best to power through this. (laughs) Where can we find you on Twitter, Mike? At CD Piglet. See, I was ready. And guys, (laughs) chomping at the bit, joining Mike and I tonight is the best account manager in the world and the president of the Jake Ferguson fan club, Brendan Fergie Smith. Brendan, how are you? I'm doing great. Time to see if Mike falls asleep or not. <laughs> Let's go. Brendan, Brendan. Brendan Pon Fergie Smith. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Brendan, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at Brendan underscore Smith 26. I am Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. Well, gentlemen, we were supposed to have an Eagles fan on tonight for offsides, but surprise, surprise, Eagles fans suck. So we will be doing a Cowboy sneak peek episode instead. It's week 14, and the 10-2 and two Eagles are headed to Arlington to take on the 9-3 Dallas Cowboys. Mike, I'm curious. The Eagles are our top three team in the NFL, but do the Eagles scare you at all? Yeah, for sure they do. First of all, fuck the Eagle guy. I didn't want him on in week nine. I don't want him on this week. I don't want an Eagle guy on. Tom was cool, but he's annoying too. Like, we had him on. It was fine, but they're annoying. They're a stupid fan base. Forget them. Uh, that D line and O line, their O line is, dude. They played the Niners. I know the Niners were were rush disciplined. They weren't. They weren't like going all out. They wanted to keep Hurts in the pocket, but that Eagles O line gave Hurts three point eight five seconds to throw uh, on average. That's insane. By contrast, I think Dak was like in the two sixes when we played them. Uh, and then their D-line. Their D-line is a playmaking D-line. If you watch our game last time, we had a chance to win it. You know, Terrence Steele, four sacks, 12 pressures, gave up kind of the biggest play of the game at the end that kind of ended the game. You know, took us from first uh, and goal from the six. We had a false start and then a sack. And it's second and uh, 21 from the 22-yard line. Just totally different game. So, yeah, they, they they scare me. I mean, overall, I, I, I wouldn't say, but there's elements of their team that is very scary. Absolutely. Brendan, what about you? you have anything to add to that? Uh, only one thing, but Mike always hit it right on the head. But just honestly, I kind of want to see what DeBron Bland's confidence is because he had an interception, which was great, but he did get dog-walked by JSN and uh, Metcalf. So – I, it's kind of I'm ready to see where if you know we're gonna see more AJ Brown, Stephon Gilmore. I know they don't travel that much. We'll see more of that matchup, or we'll just see if uh, he can come back confident. I hear that, Brendan. I want to ask you a question, man. We're going off the show sheet here, but would you have preferred the Eagles maybe to win the game against San Francisco and coming in overly confident against us, or you know now they're they got embarrassed and they're probably hungry for a victory? You know, what what are your thoughts on maybe what their mindset is? Well, first off, as we want to. So, so this 
No, I don't want Philly fans to have any happiness whatsoever. <laughs> but they could be. They could. Well, they could be overconfident. But also, this could be a spiral. Uh, of course, some of the top analysts on um, on the national side are talking about maybe this. Might, they might be the 2022 Vikings, or they start slowing down. So we might starting to see a slip, or they could come in really pissed off and try to kill us. We'll have to see. But I think this might hopefully start a downward spiral. So maybe we could somehow get the one seed, but. Now, I much rather them lose because I don't want everyone to see them happy. Mike, what about you? Same question. I'm good with them losing because we're trying to get the, the division, and it's a long yeah. shot, but the way their secondary is playing, maybe Seattle and Arizona, you know, maybe one of them can come up with something, and uh, maybe we can go down the stretch and only lose one game and beat them here and, and end up taking the division, you know. that That's kind of the goal, so – I definitely wanted them, uh, you know, to lose. As far as spiral, yeah, I mean, if you look at it, you got to give them credit, especially, you know, Hurts came up really clutch in the Buffalo and Kansas City games, but they probably should have lost both those games. You know, the other the other teams had a lot of mistakes. They could have easily lost both of those, and this could be three straight losses coming into uh, – or three out of four. Was Washington in between? I can't remember. But at least three out of four losses coming into our game, and we'd be ahead in the division. But it uh, didn't work out that way. So now we got to do our job. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, when you look at the, the Eagles of the Cowboys, man, is Dallas the better team in your eyes? I I think from the generalist perspective, they are. But, there's certain, of course, there's certain aspects where Philly dominates. Like, First off, Tyron Smith, uh, Tyler Smith, Zach Martin have been playing outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, but the receivers, I think Lamb's better than Brown. Smith is probably better than Cooks, but Cooks in the system, when we're actually using the system, has worked pretty damn well. I think uh, Goddard – is Goddard still out? He's coming back. Yeah, he's coming I, back this week. Yeah, even – that scared me just because if I see Jordan Lewis on him again, I'm gonna, you know, have some <laughs> choice words on Twitter. That'll be fun. But uh, Jake, Fer- Jake uh, Fergie's <laughs> Fergie's better. I'll take our I'll take RDBs. Bradbury can't cover whatever the crap. So their front four, I think you can say is better because they're more disruptive the defensive tackles. But I like our edges better. But it's all just depends on how you look at. I think we're better. Mike, what about you? Who's the better team, Dallas or Philly? Uh, if Dak is playing at the level he's at right now, I would take us. But he has to elevate our offense the way Philly's O-line elevates their offense. If he's not, then Philly's better. Because I, I think skill position-wise, it's a pretty much a wash. You know, I'll give Goddard the respect of him being the better tight end. I think wide receivers are pretty pretty even. They both have two good ones. We both have two good ones. Um, our quarterbacks are both good quarterbacks. So it it you know it's their O line that elevates their overall team. So Dak has to do that for us. And if he does, then we're better. If he's not playing at the same MVP level, then I think they're better. Yeah, I can see all that. I can. I, I agree with both of you guys. Um, Mike, has Philly's offense been solved without the ability of Hurts to run consistently? If, if he can't run, I think it's more solvable. 
I believe he's going to run this game, though. I think this is the game where, you know, he kind of unleashes a little bit, you know, and runs a little bit more, and they call a few more runs for him. Um, so I don't think it'll matter much. But I think um, if you have the right guys, you can stop that offense if if you don't have Hurts' legs to use. What about, what about you, Brennan? Do you think that Philly's – Offenses would kind of become one, somewhat one-dimensional without the Hertz's ability to run. I think what Mike said at the end is what I was going to say. If you have the players like San Fran does, that front four is terrifying. It works. They're disciplined. They don't go straight after the quarterback. They didn't know what I keep contained. Then yeah, but the, you have to have that talent. I think our guys are talented, but are they that uh, disciplined? I don't know. Yeah, I see that. You know. Uh, some people were saying that maybe San Francisco, I believe it was actually Joey Bosa who said that uh, San Francisco gave everybody the blueprint to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you think uh, Dallas is trying to do what San Francisco did um, to beat Philly, Brendan? I, well, I think you're going to have to, you're kind of going to have to. It's just, you got to, first off, San Fran moved the ball ease on offense. Like uh, Debo saved me on for, you know, fantasy football, this big plays. But you're gonna have to dog walk them on defense. Like you're gonna have to go right up and down the field like it's nothing, and then you stop hurts. You do that, then yeah, you can win. But that's really tough to do. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, it's hard. You don't have Greenlaw and Fred Warner. You know, like yeah. our D line is pretty comparable, um, but we play a different style. They they are more disciplined pass rushers than our pass rushers are. So. You know, can you do that? Do you have the linebackers to play coverage and tackle the way you need to underneath? Are you, we have like, I think our secondary is better than the Niners, but they play a certain style. Can you play that physical press man style to, to, to um, slow down the route of the Philly receivers? And then I think Brendan nailed it too. Like Philly wants to run the ball. If your offense is moving up and down the field on them and scoring, it takes that element away from them. And that makes them easier to stop as well. So, you know, it's easy to say there's a blueprint, but your blueprint is to be disciplined, great, elite four-man pass rushers with two great linebackers that don't miss tackles and can cover, excellent physical man-press corners, um, and then have an offense that could, you know, Go up and down the field on people. Well, yeah, sure. Great blueprint. Can you do that? Like, you know, San Francisco's yeah. that team. Are we that team? I, I don't know. Do you think our do you think our defense still needs to work on its discipline? Uh well, yeah, we're not that's not how we rush the passer. We're a stunt team. We blitz more than uh than uh than teams that have been successful versus Philadelphia typically do. Jets and Niners both barely blitzed them. And, you know, they did. They were like, we're going to collapse the pocket on Hurts and make him stand in there and throw. And, um, you know, they don't they don't think he reads well like that. And if he can't run and use his legs, you know, they both beat him and, uh, you know, made him look pretty bad. So I don't know if we can do that. I don't think our front seven has that, you know, discipline in the pass rush and – the discipline as tacklers and the discipline as cover guys like the Niners front seven has. 
Yeah, I agree with you there. Mike, are you worried about Bland being attacked again with AJ and, and Devontae Smith the way that he was attacked by DK Metcalf? No, I think DK Metcalf is a weird mix of like AJ Brown's size, but then 4-3 speed. And yeah. so it, he's a little unique. The way the way Deron Bland plays um his his makeup ability was was clearly tested with Metcalf. I don't I don't think AJ Brown could could do that level. Um so no, he he's going to give up some plays, but he'll make plays too. So they they'll be fine. Are you worried about Bland being targeted a lot this week, Brendan? Like I said, it's all about his confidence. You really you'll see it within the, like the first two drives how he's looking. If he's looking like he's staring down the receiver, the entire time, and he's just trying his best not to get beat, then he's going to get targeted a lot. Also, can we not have Donovan Wilson playing deep safety for the love of God? Like, he, Deron Bland got beat on that post route, but he didn't give up the touchdown. Donovan Wilson stared at Geno Smith the entire time. So that's all I have to say about that is, please, no, Dono, you're in the box safety. Stay there. We need some primo Dono, too, like, he hasn't been the same guy as this guy from this year would not have gotten paid. We we need him to to make some plays. Yeah. Been a bit bit of an inconsistent year from Dono after getting the contract, but also the injury as well. We have to remember that. Yeah. Uh, Mike, this was your question. I thought this was interesting, man. The Eagles are undefeated with this ref crew in their last seven games. That's that's crazy, man. Uh does that worry you at all, Brendan? Yeah. Yeah, does. I saw Philly fans. Oh, we're not flexing this. Yes, you are. You're all bringing it up. No, I didn't see anyone else talk about it other than Philly fans. So it does because, you know, we always get on the wrong side of calls most of the time. You know, they'll say Dallas had like – Seattle had like 19 penalties. Dallas had like eight. Yeah, you didn't watch the game. Good for you. <laughs> but uh, it does scare me. But also, we have, we're undefeated at home. So, like, what what's going to give first? Right, exactly. Mike, this is your question. I imagine you wrote about it in your latest article. Can you, you know, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, interesting uh, thing about it is in the last uh, 20 games, this crew has ref for Dallas. They're 16 and four. Ooh, so we're, okay. we got a good record with them, too. They also yeah. typically lean towards calling. Uh, uh, there's more advantage towards the home team with this crew than Ooh. there is for the road team. So maybe they, you know, wash each other out and it's not as bad as we think. My, my main thing with refs is they're going to be shitty every game. So don't do the pre-snap penalties. Don't turn the ball over. Don't do things to kill yourself. Because if you just, you might be the, the they're going to be bad. You might be the one that gets the benefit or, you know, gets the disadvantage of the bad calls. So yeah. don't add anything to it. Control what you can control and then hope for the best with, with the refs. They've just they've been awful at just how it is. Well, it seems like the ref crew is going to be a little bit even for both sides, Mike. So how much of an advantage does Dallas have playing at home? Uh, they do. I mean, they do. One, it helps your O-line because it's silent. You can, you know, you can do better with your counts and – and Dak can try to uh, get the team to the defense to show him stuff with the with the you know varying his uh, his cadence and everything. And uh, 
it helps slow down their D line. It gets a better off for our D line. You know, we get a better set off and, and their O line, hopefully, you know, they go there. It's not early anymore because it's not a penalty. Like we keep saying it's a false start, but when, when nobody ever calls, it's not anymore. It's like Micah getting held, you know, or Nick Bosa to make it not a Cowboys thing or Garrett. They're not held because the, the, the league wants offense. So there's no reason to say, like, it's offsides that isn't called. It's not. But maybe they will have some offsides called, um, you know, because they don't have the, the home crowd to lean on. We do. So, yeah, I think it's an advantage. It's the reason we're undefeated. Yes, sir. Brendan, anything to add to that? Do you think Dallas has an advantage playing at home this week? I think just because of the energy. Like- I just talked about on Twitter. This team's energy is different, and apparently they just love home. Like apparently the last few seasons, they've loved playing at home, which is just wild to me. Just watching it. So, right, it's kind of 50-50. I don't trust the rest as far as I can throw them, and I'm not that strong, so I can't really throw them at all. So, it all depends. It's gonna be 50-50, but hopefully Dallas comes out as a more disciplined, better team. I hope one day, Brendan, we get to see you throw attempt to throw a ref here on the show. Dude, if they piss me off enough, I'd <laughs> uh, Prescott had something to add to the uh, Hooker play this season. Uh, honestly, Hooker's been pretty solid, but our safety uh, triumvirate across the board hasn't exactly performed up to expectations. I'd like to see Wanye, honestly. Yeah, I think that the, the coaches trust Donovan Wilson's playmaking and Jaron Curse playmaking, and so they give them the snaps, but – in the short time he's played, I think Wanye Thomas has played uh, better than than the veterans so far. Now it's limited, but yeah. still in his limited snaps, he he's been really good. Yeah, like Wanye, Marquise Bell have popped off more. You know, have popped on screen more than uh, Hooker and Curse uh, so far this season. Excuse me, Wilson and 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 Curse. Yeah, Hurst's Hooker's been. Decent. He's he's been pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Mike is is you know we saw what Hassan Reddick has been able to do. I know it seemed like he was having some success against San Francisco, but we saw what he was able to do against Still in our previous matchup. Is, is he a concern heading into this game? Sure. I mean he's he's one of the he, that that D line makes that D line makes game changing plays. They're they're they're. As bad as that defense is, they have that that D line is a plus. You know they they make it hard to run and they make big plays. They uh, in big in big situations. And so, you know, I have a feeling Steele's going to have a really great game. He, he just seems to have that type of character that when a team beats him up. But I wouldn't be surprised if you know uh, Kittle didn't go out a lot. His job was chip flat route, chip, flat route. And he chipped Hassan Reddick almost every play. So I'd assume you you try to help your your right tackle who struggled last time in the same type of way. That That's what I would do about 85% of the plays. Well, well we see Scooney or McKeon maybe out there chipping and going down the flat a lot this week, you think? Won't be McKeon. McKeon yeah. is IR. Uh, Hendershot's oh, Lord. When did, when did McKean go on IR? When Hendershot. They needed, yeah, they needed uh, to make room oh, I gotcha. for Hendershot. And so McKean hurt his ankle, and, which 
He was playing with a an ankle injury for the last three weeks or whatever. Oh, okay. But it became an IR issue the minute Hendershot was available. You know, are, are either of you excited or, you know, wanting to see what Hendershot might might bring to this offense? He's a seam threat. He, he's uh, The way we've attacked the seams, yeah. yeah, that's what he does. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Fergie's obviously the better receiver, better blocker, better everything than him. But, like, running the seam route, Hendershot's the best tight end we have at it. He's just so athletic. Now, can he catch it like Fergie does? Uh, that, I don't know. That's to be seen. I don't know, man. I kind of like like what I've been seeing from Scooney lately. So, that, that's a quite the trio we have, man, of athletic athletic playmakers and tight end for sure. They need to use it. Uh, the, the, they, do, they run almost 80% nickel. Their, their base defense is about 80% nickel in Philly. So, and I bl- sorry, Mike. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying, use use your bit. You can get an advantage. You know, uh, you'll be bigger than them. Maybe you can get outside on them with uh, with your bigger tight end sets. And I believe this year, Dak Prescott is the number one quarterback as far as accuracy goes when targeting the seam the seam route. So, you know, he's had some success doing that. Number one in friggin' just about everything. That guy's destroying this year. He sure is. Uh, Brendan, does Dak have to play perfect for Dallas to win this game? Yeah, he prayed to God. No, but if your defense played like it did against uh, Geno Smith and the Seahawks, yeah. Mm. Dak, I I think as soon as I say this, it's gonna, everything's going to go wrong. And so I, my desk isn't full of wood, but I will knock on it. But your offensive showing up basically every week, other than the San Fran game and the Arizona game. Those are the two games your your offense hasn't showed up. Like, they've been unstoppable. Can your defense get two stops? I'm not saying turnovers, punts, fourth down, they stop them before they, before they get the fourth and one. You know, that, that's the big – that's going to be the game changer. Which defense will get more stops <clears throat> on either side of the ball? That's what's going to change the game. I don't, I think Dak – we're going to see them probably start off slow. They do every time. It's whatever, but yeah. Yeah, I um. Uh, go ahead, Brendan. Uh, oh, the thing about terrifies me about Hendershot. No, Mike's completely right. Oh, and Prescott's completely right. Um, Hendershot does run well against the seat, but Dak's been throwing so confident with these super tight windows. CD Lamb didn't even think he was getting the ball, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Like he threw it. Hendershot already has a drop problem. I don't know if Hendershot's going to play better. He might play better with his confident deck, but also it might be a detriment to a lot of drops. I'm sure Dak, you know, Dak might not trust him that much just because he hasn't played with him in quite some time this season. So I doubt he he would target him that much, but you never know. Um, Mike, is this uh, is this Dallas's biggest regular season game of the year? Yeah, it has to be. I mean, going in, we would have probably said San Francisco. But looking at it now, the divisions, the division will be tough either way, but it's over if they lose, which means the one seed's over if they lose. Uh, So no buy. And then, um, you know, just for the mentality of the team, you know, to be able to go forward and stop hearing the you can't beat a good team or whatever. So all of that, um, you know, all of that going going in, I'd say, yeah, this is the biggest game of the year. Brendan, anything to add to that? 
I think the only thing I can add is, is like I I see both fan bases like trying to say, oh, this team's awful. This team's trash. Like just talking about each other. Isn't it fun though? At the end of the day, that we're talking like, holy crap, bro. This game Sunday night is so huge. If the Eagles or Cowboys sucked, if one of those teams like, oh, okay, it's just a Sunday night game. It's whatever. We're gonna win, and you don't think anything about it. We're talking like, oh shit, this is be this this is playoff implications, and we might see them in the playoffs. So you're wanting to see what dogfight goes on. It's it's just super fun to have now, even though I do hate them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, if Dallas wins this game, does that prove that they're a different team compared to last year, or is it all about playoff success this year, Brendan? I think they showed more. Well, and of course, it depends on how the game went, but how they won against Seattle. They've gone, they haven't trailed at all at home until last week. And then they had to fight their way back. The defense finally got stops in the fourth quarter. Whenever well, you ever seen this team fight back in the end, we usually get a lead and we just start breaking down a little bit. And then Dak will make one play when we're still up by like seven and then we win. No, we were down most of the game. We came back in the fourth quarter, then our defense got to stop. I it all depends. But I, they've already shown me more than what they've shown me a lot in the past. Mike, if we won basically all of our games, right? They went into Buffalo, one went into Miami, one this and that. But Eagles won and got the one seed or the two seed, and then Dallas won one playoff game, went to Niners the next week and lost. Nobody would care that they went through and won all their games before. It, it's about the exactly. playoffs. I'd say this game is big for Dak's MVP case. So for the individual MVP or defensive player of the year, if Michael or Bland could make plays like to win a game, like a strip sack by Micah for a touchdown or Bland gets an interception return, you know, something like that. Um, that could be big, but overall it's all because it's driven by the media. The media will come out and go, Oh, see Dak went back to normal and they lost the minute they got in the playoffs, you know? So it's always going to be that extra. I agree with you, Mike. Has this team proven anything to you yet so far this season? Me? Yeah, you Mike. Uh, it's proven to me that Mike McCarthy was the right choice over Kellen Moore. I think you can yeah. see the struggles in the Chargers, and they've that that team's look like Justin Herbert has more talent in his quarterback body than Dak Prescott does. He just his arms better. He's probably a little bit more mobile at this point. You know, they have Keenan Allen. They have uh, what Quentin Johnston? Is that right, or am I thinking yeah. the cornerback? No, that's they Quentin have Johnston. Yeah, Eckler and like they got dudes, and they just don't look great. Whereas our, our offense, the way they've started using motion and stuff like that, it's clearly, for whatever reason, they've been allowed to get off the hook, uh, off the hook, you know. And even if it was Mike McCarthy going up to the Joneses and going, "Look, if we don't do this stuff, we're not going to win," you know, and them letting him do it, that's still Mike McCarthy being able to do that, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's the one thing it's proven is Mike McCarthy was the right choice as the play caller over Moore. Brennan, has this Dallas team proven anything to you yet? Yeah, they're able to like they're able to destroy a team and fight back. That's been the biggest thing. Like I said earlier, like they usually just fault is wither away. They're like, oh well, that's whatever. You'll see. Dude, Prescott's been like Dak Prescott. He's just been on a tear. 
recently. Honestly, with his takes, I might be out of a job. Dang, with how he talks. <laughs> but but seriously, each, each game after this, if if Dallas wins, it will be the biggest game of the season. Because if you lose, Philly wins. Philly wins next week. Well, then you're right back to where you started. Yeah. You're like, oh crap, we're still down by one to Philly. So each game turns out. This team's already shown that they can change, which I've never seen them change in any offense they've shown. We run this offense. This is what we do. You beat us. Oh, well, we don't change. Mike McCarthy said, no, we're getting screwed. What's going on? And he changed it, and now look at this team. Dan Quinn, he's had some iffy plays on defense against better competition, but they can all come together, and we also get a running game going. This team is dangerous. It's crazy to think that Week 18 could determine who is the number one seed in the NFC. That's so much fun, though. I had so much anticipation. Like, no one cares about Week 18. They're all of them arresting their starters. No one cares. I was getting ready for the uh, wild card. Now it's super fun. That's an NFL schedule maker's dream, right there, man. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, Brendan. If you were starting a franchise of the two, who would you pick to be your head coach and why? Mike McCarthy or Nick Sirianni? I hate Nick Sirianni. <laughs> I hate him with a passion. I don't need a fake tough guy coming in and coaching my team. I he is a good coach. They have a good scheme going. There's a reason why both his coordinators were taking were taken in the offseason. And I understand that. But that team is so effing talented. The run, the plays he does, it's like, okay, cool. We're gonna do read option, we're gonna do all these motion plays. Like that's all they're doing. I think McCarthy, because he's been there, he's won even, even though that's been forever now, but I'd still take him over. He's able to, he lets people talk to him and learn. He, Dan Quinn was going to leave. He's like, Oh, Hey, I don't want to make you think I'm taking your job. He's like, no, dude, I don't care. You're staying. I don't care if you're threatening my job right now. You're what's best for the team, which we didn't see that. We'll fire everybody. We fired Scott Linehan. Oh, here's the team. He did. But like Jason Garrett was trying to take all the blame off of himself. And that's how it works. I take McCarthy. Mike. I can give you a bunch of mumbo jumbo about McCarthy's won a Super Bowl and da, 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 da. I don't want the guy that's yelling at the Chiefs fans after he gets in the tunnel. It's like, uh, dude, they beat you for the Super Bowl. Who cares about week 10 or 11 or whatever it was of the regular season? I don't need that guy with his, you know, it's the worst embarrassing as quarterback. And his quarterback's like, Let's fucking stop, dude. Like, you know, I, I'm good on that guy. Good coach, not the attitude I want for my the leader of my team. He seems like a player's coach, but yeah, I imagine that after a while, if you if you're not winning with him, he could probably get under your skin pretty quick. Seems like a Philly type players coach. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see Dak Pre- like Jalen Hurts was annoyed by him. Like, stop, stop with the antics, dude. We're we're playing in this fucking Super Bowl, you know, and that's his yeah. quarterback from Phil, you know, the Philly quarterback. You know, I just don't see a lot of people putting up with that shit. I hear that, Mike. All right, Brendan, who who will win this game? Dallas. I've never no, I'll never say against Dallas, but especially Philly. Hell no, it's Dallas. <laughs> Mike, I picked Philly in Week Nine. I didn't think we could beat them. But I think we gave that game away. I think we should have beat them. I think we outplayed them. That surprised mm-hmm. me. Um. I didn't yeah. think we would lose that way. And so now I think at home we're we're the better team and I think we have the better playing quarterback. And so I'm taking Dallas. 
I, too, am picking Dallas to win this game. Mike, who will score the first touchdown? Michael Gallup. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. I'd love to see him go off, man. I really would. Well, it might be his only catch of the game. But <laughs> I, I have a feeling. Hey, a touchdown would be him going up. off at this point, dude. Fair. That's true. That's true. Uh, Brennan, who will score the first touchdown? I wonder who I will say. I've done it every week. I've, I've been wrong. <laughs> Peyton Hendershot. I honestly, I no, I I still want to say for just because the offense runs so well when it's through him and Lamb. I think it'll be him on the scene. He'll beat he'll beat Shaq Leonard for a touchdown in the end zone. Let's That's go. what's gonna happen. I would love it. So you picked you picked Fergie every week. So if he scores, that'll be his 14th touchdown of the year, right? Totally, because I'm a magician like that. I think uh, Mr. Tony Pollard will score the first touchdown. Pollard has scored in three consecutive games. He's taken our offense to another level, and I see him keeping his streak alive, man. I like I like what I've seen from Pollard lately, man. That run game. I think we would have won that run. We would have won that game in Philly week nine if Pollard had been, you know, playing the way he's playing right now. Good take, good take. All right, uh, who will score the most fantasy points, Brendan? Oh, C.D. Lamb. He's going to go off again. Like, who who can guard him? Like, who on that team is going to stop C.D. Lamb? Nobody with him and Dak's connection. Easy. Mike? Hurts. Throw one pass, get pushed in for two other touchdowns. I'd take Jalen. Oh, Mike? No, QB. Prescott with the bold call here. You heard it here first. First touchdown of the game will also be Michael's first career touchdown. Wouldn't that be crazy? Oh. No, Mike, no, didn't Mike have a touchdown against the Bears? Because when he it wasn't did, touched, he did, but he got called back. Got called back, right? Because he was down or something, or no? No, no, that no, was, no. That was a touchdown. Yeah, Justin oh, Fields jumped okay. over him, where he's like a centimeter that's above right, Michael's that's head. Right. Yeah. His first touchdown, the first touchdown of this season. There we go. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you, Mike. I'm sorry. Who did you say will score the most fantasy points? Hurts. Hurts. I got C.D. Lamb as well, Brendan. Um, okay, Mike, give, give us your score prediction. 33-22, Dallas. I oh. think, um, I, I honestly, I think early it's close. I think Eagles will score and go for two and try yeah. to, like, you know, be the bully and everything like that. I think eventually we'll we'll pull ahead in the fourth and, and win uh, by a couple of uh, scores. Brendan, how about you? The score that's been in my head, but I these this game could be super close like it was last week against Seattle. I say 35-21, mm. but it could easily be closer than that. And if you told me that, I'm like, oh, well, I could easily see that coming. Brendan, you must have peeked at the show sheet because I have 35-20 Dallas. Really? Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that number just, like I thought about it for a little bit, but then it just popped in my head. Like, you know what? That's what I'm going with. That's the score. That's crazy. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Well, gentlemen, here we are. We're under an hour by quite a bit, probably for the you know, one of the few times in show history, man. I love it. I also yes, had sir. to pee really, really bad, so I was like not expanding on anything. I was like, yeah, uh 3320. Uh hurts, hurts will score the most points. Uh, I got a pee. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Professor Xavier can go to the bathroom. Mike, where can we find you on Twitter? <laughs> letter C. This is my remote for my massage chair. Letter C, letter D, piglet, guys. Nice and easy. You know the drill. 
Brendan, remind, remind the people they can find you on Twitter, sir. At Brendan underscore Smith 26. Brendan 26. Guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. We appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you guys on – we will see you guys next week. Dude.